Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. 56% of job seekers say the biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications. This according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be lonely, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding that job that fits you. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location nearest to you at ExpressPros.com. No fees for somebody seeking a job. Visit ExpressPros.com. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's hour two on this Friday. It's a meet Friday. Morale is high. We leave for Las Vegas tomorrow. We'll be ready to go right in front of your TV on Monday or your radio stations as well. Numbering nearly 400 cities, Peacock will be uh, streaming our shows out there. Hope you'll join us, whether you're in person or uh, via the radio or TV. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at show. Operator Tyler standing by. We'll get to your phone calls. Our buddy Nick Wright on loan from Fox Sports 1 will stop by. Former NFL quarterback Matt Hasselbeck will join us as well. It is a meet Friday, and it's one of the great comeback stories of all time, considering what happened last Friday for meet Friday when we had stir-fried chicken and egg rolls. So I said to Tyler yesterday, he was going grocery shopping. I said, do you want to run this by me? He goes, no, I feel pretty confident. I said, all right. I come in today, survey the situation, gave him a thumbs up. There were hot dog burnt ends, meatball sliders, reverse seared porterhouse steaks, and then something called smoked shotgun shells, which is sausage, ground beef, cheese stuffed into shells, and then wrapped in bacon and smothered in barbecue sauce. Who has it better than we do? Nobody. And by the way, stuffed into Manigot shells. Not shotgun shells, but uh, into the Manigot shells. Is that how it's pronounced, Seton? Manigot? Manigot. I believe it's it's Manigot. Okay. They don't pronounce, (laughs) you know, the the vowel at the end like Calamar. It's like calamari, right? Uh, Anybody who's with me here? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. People hate that bit. They do? Oh, man, do they ever, yeah. Yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> but I, I say that to my wife. I'll be like, hey, I want to make sure I pronounce it correctly. And, you know, first time I was like, uh, uh, mozzarella. No, it's mozzarella. And I, so now I emphasize it a little too much. Mozzarella. That's not how Italians say it, Patrick. <laughs> it's not. It's not pizza. It's a pizza. I go. Okay. That's not. <laughs> yes, Nobody Mark. in Italy says that. Okay. And it's not sauce, moron. It's, it's gravy. gravy. Yeah. Oh, see, it's not gravy. Yeah, it is. I, I very much get the. That's an Italian American 
thing. Oh. Italians don't say gravy. Italian Americans say gravy. Okay. See, he's correct about that. That's okay. like a total Sunday gravy thing. And you know who else says? Uh, uh, That's Italian Americans <laughs> say that. Italians don't say no wonder they look at me strangely when I'm in Italy and I do that. Uh, can I have some more mozzarella? <laughs> and then they say something in Italian. I don't know what they're saying. Yes, Marv. My father-in-law just says moots. Yeah, it's fine. Like, and he was born there. Mm-hmm. Like, no running water type Italy. Mm. Can I get, hey, fresh moots. Uh, it's mozzarella. We're at a subway, Joe. <laughs> All right. Yes, Paul. Yeah, you go to Italian delis, you'll get fresh moots real quick you, when they're going because yeah. they're talking really fast. Yeah. Or not at the subway. That's Marvin. By the way, the garage sale is going on 50% off all t shirts in the store, danpatrick.com. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America. The um, big match, the most watched Premier League match in U.S. history, and now it's the rematch. And it's going to be Arsenal against Liverpool. That'll be uh, coming up this Sunday at 11.30 a.m. Eastern only on Peacock, which is where you'll find this program. Jim Harbaugh was introduced. Whenever I see him with a suit and tie on, it just looks so odd. It's like if you're going for your, I don't know, grade school picture, maybe you're going to, maybe it's your first communion, maybe your confirmation. You're like, okay, all right. But Jim up there in a suit is priceless. And uh, he had some interesting things to say, including bringing up a character from uh, the movie Shawshank Redemption. Very uh, excited. If I could describe it to you, it'd be like Morgan Freeman in Shawshank Redemption. You know, red. I'm so, I'm so excited that I, I, I find I, you know, I can't sit still or, or hold a thought in my head what a free man would feel before a long journey. I just want to make it across the border. Want to uh, shake my friend's hand. That's that's how I feel. And uh, want to win. Want to win the right way. Want to treat people in a first-class way. Get really good at football and um, attacking each day. Like John said, I'm attacking it with an enthusiasm unknown to mankind. Did he get out of prison to go to the Chargers? Now you're you're channeling Red from Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, Paul. He was directly quoting Shawshank Redemption, like the voiceover of Morgan Freeman at the end. That's the actual phrases he was saying. Yeah. Dang. Uh, He was uh, asked about leaving Michigan. You were at the top of the college football world, so why now and why the Chargers? The opportunity was presented, and I felt that they, the the Spanos family, the Charger organization, they made it clear that they liked what I did and how I did it, and that's all you you can ever want from somebody that's employing you. Yeah, love of Michigan, but love of the NFL, this opportunity. As my dad would say, who's got it better than us? Nobody. Uh, um, he also talked about getting back to a Super Bowl. I only got so many hours. Sands left in the hourglass, and, and uh, I want another shot. I want another shot at, uh, to be simply known as world champions. The Lombardi Trophy, you know, that's, that's my mission. Okay. He has been fawning all over Justin Herbert, like fanboying. You know, like I'm in awe of this guy. All right. Now go out there and make him into a great quarterback. You're going to need it. So uh, Dan Quinn, uh, he's going to the commanders. The uh, coaching hires are all done, although Diana Rossini did uh, say something yesterday in a report that the commanders did reach out to Bill Belichick, at least had a conversation. They didn't interview him. They at least had a conversation with him. 
that felt like 11th hour. Like, if I'm Belichick and now you're calling me, I'd be like, mm, nah, nah, I'm good. Go ahead. You hire Dan Quinn. No, I don't want your job. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, does Bill, <laughs> does Bill have to change his approach for next year to be hired? Does he have to suppress his ego and say, I'm willing to just coach? Although, would you believe that he's only going to coach? Because that probably won't take long before Bill walks into, you know, front office meeting. Uh, Bill, it's uh, just for front office. Uh, yeah, that's why I'm here. But I wonder if he has to suppress his ego to say to an owner. And what makes you think next year he'll be even more desirable? It doesn't for me. I wonder if he's coached his last game. As strange as that may sound, when he left the Patriots, and maybe, it, you know, if I just say his last NFL game, because maybe he coaches in college, although I, I, I don't see him as being a head coach and wanting to put up with everything that goes along with it in college now. Could you imagine Bill with NIL transfer portal? Can't see that happening. As an assistant coach, maybe at a Division three school, maybe. But I don't know if Bill is going to coach in the NFL again because he'll be 73 next year. He's, what, 15 wins away from the all-time record. But if I'm an owner, I, I, unless I'm going to win right away in Philadelphia or Dallas, the openings usually happen when your team is not good. Philadelphia has a lot of talent. They should have been better. Dallas has always been a good regular season team. But if Bill can come in and win you a championship, and certainly with Jerry Jones, he would have made your team better. Philadelphia, I thought that that was a real chance that he would be coaching there, that they would move on from Nick Sirianni. They did everything but move on because they got rid of coordinators and sort of basically said to him, you're the minister of culture in the locker room. But I, I don't know if Bill's going to coach again. You're looking for that young guy. I didn't understand Dan Quinn with the commanders. I think they got down to the, oh, my God, uh, the guys we want or the guy we want doesn't want this job, and uh, we got to get somebody. And uh, so Dan Quinn. But Mike Vrabel, Mike Vrabel will be more desirable than Bill Belichick next year. But I, I, I wonder if he's coached his last game. I wouldn't be surprised. But Jim Harbaugh, back to him, reminded me of Ted Lasso. What, like, he just says, like, goofy things, funny things. Although Ted Lasso wasn't trying to be funny. Ted Lasso, that was Ted Lasso. I don't know if Harbaugh's trying to be funny. He just, like, play the Shawshank Redemption thing again. He's just being kind of goofy. Very uh, excited. If I could describe it to you, would be like Morgan Freeman and Shawshank Redemption, you know, red. I'm so excited that I, I, I find I, you know, I can't sit still or, or hold a thought in my head what a free man would feel before a long journey. I just want to make it across the border, want to uh, shake my friend's hand. That's, that's how I feel. And I uh, want to win, want to win the right way, want to treat people in a first-class way, get really good at football, and um, attacking each day. Like John said, I'm attacking it with an enthusiasm unknown to mankind. <laughs> the bit. Pretty good. Pretty good, yeah, Paul. He actually referenced Ted Lasso. At one point, he goes, he goes, yeah, I, I like that show. He goes, I actually use, 
because I watched it like six times all the way through because I, I use stuff from every episode <laughs> in my coaching and in, in my philosophy. He mentioned this 70s show called The Rockford Files that most people won't remember, but it's about an uh, investigator. He goes, you know, while we're still working on the facility, I think I'm going to get like an RV and live down by the beach by myself. He goes, like Jim Rockford in The Rockford Files. I mean, he's on complete scholarship there at the press conference. I love Rockford Files. And uh, he had like a mobile home down by the water. Yeah, that's it. And uh, I think he drove like an orange Firebird, or uh, but James James Garner was he was great in Rockford Files. Yes, Marvin. I got the lasso cut. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, there's some things I've copied from Ted Lasso. I try, I try to emulate Ted Lasso uh, in a lot of ways. That's 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 TV show. Yeah, that's. That's one of the best. Jason Sudeikis, uh, you know, tremendous. I got a great story of how I met Jason Sudeikis. Uh, uh, but I think that there's a life lesson in every, every one of those episodes. If you haven't seen that show, piece of advice, if I may, watch the Ted Lasso show. Okay, thank you. <laughs> He's goofy. He's good. He is goofy. He is. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Uh, start off this hour. Jim in Ohio. Hey, Jim, what's on your mind today? Good morning, Dan. Dan, can I just say that your show is an air of fresh breath? Uh, anyway. <laughs> good good call back there. Good call back there. <laughs> I, I, would have, I had a question uh, discussion last week. I would have called in sooner, but unfortunately my job keeps getting in the way of my fun, but... You were discussing which quarterbacks belong in Tom Brady's neighborhood. Um, I believe that Terry Bradshaw belongs in, at least in the cul-de-sac. Um, did you just forget about him, or is his brand of comedy just kind of overshadows his football career? No, he played on a team that was so talented that it overshadowed his importance to that team. Uh, Terry, Terry was a great big-time, big-game quarterback. But, you know, the, the criticism of Terry at the time was anybody could quarterback that team. You had the unbelievable defense. You had two running backs, you know, Rocky Blyer and Franco Harris. You had Stallworth and Swan. You had a great offensive line. And you had a Hall of Fame coach. And I think people looked at Terry and it's like anybody could win a Super Bowl with this team. Whether that's fair or not, but that's, that's why... Terry is usually not mentioned the first go-round when you talk about greatest quarterbacks of all time. It's one of those where somebody goes, well, what about Terry Bradshaw? Oh, yeah, 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 Terry Bradshaw. Uh, Chip in Maine. Hi, Chip. What's on your mind? Morning, guys. Hey, uh, just checking in real quick. Long-suffering Commanders fan here. Uh, uh, just commenting on the Dan Quinn hire. We had all the momentum, new ownership. Snyder's gone, you know, rebirth. Uh, got the guy, the new GM from San Francisco, a guy that hopefully, you know, has some sort of roadmap to the NFC title game. And then we get Dan Quinn, a guy that, uh, you know, coughed up the uh, Super Bowl against the Patriots. And, you know, he's supposed to, he's supposed to have coached a great defense in Dallas. Well, it didn't look that good against Green Bay a couple of weeks ago. And I'm just wondering from your perspective, Dan, what's the difference between Dan Quinn and the guy they just fired? Ron Rivera. Yeah, that was brought up to me yesterday by a couple of uh, NFL people. Because I said, is this a, like a lateral move here? Like, 
And why do I want to hire a defensive-minded coach if we have the second pick in the draft and we're going to take a quarterback? I would want that guy to be able to help that guy. Look at these head coach. Look, the two coaches in the Super Bowl, Kyle Shanahan and Andy Reid, and what have they meant to their quarterbacks? You got to have that, or at least a really strong offensive coordinator here. And is Eric Bieniemy staying with the staff? I don't even know if he got interviewed for that job. But it felt like, oh my gosh, we got to hire somebody. Wait, that guy doesn't want to coach here. Uh, reach out to Belichick. It just felt like, you know, they panicked a little bit here. And then it's like, uh, uh, Dan Quinn, we're hiring Dan Quinn. And they're like, um, it doesn't feel like that. Like when you got rid of Ron Rivera, that you go, we know who we want. No offense. Yeah. Mr. Quinn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Paul. It, it does feel like you could hire a Dan Quinn three years from now when Bill Belichick whatever happens, he moves on, he doesn't coach anymore, or four years from now. That that seems easily attainable. If you're the Washington franchise, it's worth the risk to go after Belichick full bore. And and I know you can't give him control, but I don't know. But I don't think he I don't think he would want that. I know. Because you're gonna walk in there and then you've got how many GMs and presidents and assistant GMs in there? And Is it, would it also be unattractive to Belichick in that you're probably drafting a rookie quarterback and you're not competing this year, you're developing this year? Well, that's why Atlanta was the right job because they underachieved. He, he has to find a quarterback. But if you said I got Justin Fields as my quarterback and he doesn't cost me much, I, I would have signed up for that. But he wanted to have total control. Yes, Eaton. The thing I don't, I might be wrong about this. I could be completely wrong. Right. But when Bill Belichick signed with the Patriots, that first season they went five and eleven. Yeah. And then the following four seasons they won three Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. I mean, he turned around a five and eleven team immediate, almost immediately. It took him one season, and then they immediately started a dynasty that went for the next twenty years. So the if if the worry is well we're trying to ho- you know we're trying to hire our forever coach like which seems unrealistic why not give this dude like a three year window to get yourself rolling? Well, I looked at at the Commanders and if you put in the quarterback, they do have some pieces there and some cap room, but I mean Atlanta was the right place for him because you have some skill position players that division you can win that division. And it, it just didn't work out. You know? Ego probably played a role in this. I don't know if Bill is capable of going, hey, I don't need to run a team. And would you believe him if he says he doesn't need to run a team? All right, let me take a break. We'll talk to Nick Wright, our good buddy from Fox Sports 1. He'll join us right after this. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Paulie Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. Of course, you know us as the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show. Yeah. Now, the suits at Fox Sports Radio gave us this airtime because they wanted us to tell you how great our show is. Why? Yeah, instead of us doing that, let's just let our millions of fans do the talking. Yeah, play the tape. You don't know crap about sports. I mean, why am I even on this crap? Whoa, 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 whoa. That's the wrong tape. Wrong tape. Just forget that. Look, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. 
let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Matt Hasselbeck, former NFL quarterback. He'll join us as well. Our good buddy Nick Wright, host of First Things First on Fox Sports 1 and host of What's Right with Nick Wright on iTunes, and YouTube is back. Give me your level of confidence going into this Super Bowl as opposed to other ones with the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, so that's a great question. Hi, Dan. Hi, everybody. I also need Paulie's help with something before the show's over, and I need an apology from you. But we can do all answer your question first. Uh, I would say this is probably the second most confident I've been but what's odd about it is the most confident I was was the one they lost, the one against Tampa, because I, I think people forget what a dominant run that team had been on. That team had won seven consecutive games to win the Super Bowl the previous year and then was 14-1 and when Mahomes started. He sat out in the final week of that year when they were defending their title and rolled through the AFC playoffs and then just got worked over in the Super Bowl. I Listen, I think if the Chiefs can block San Francisco, that they can do real damage to the defense. And I think that the Niners haven't looked great 
in six weeks. Like since the Ravens game, they they haven't had a one game where they looked dominant the way they did during large stretches of the season. Uh, and so I, you know, I the Chiefs big free agent acquisition Charles Omenahu from San Francisco tore his ACL in the AFC title game, so that's a big loss, and you feel badly for him. But both these teams pretty damn healthy, and I feel like the Chiefs are playing their best ball of the year, while the Niners have kind of been up and down, so to speak. How much of a concern was it, or is it, that they didn't score in the second half against the Ravens? So I don't, I was not concerned at all by that, and I don't think that people fully understand the game the Chiefs were playing in that second half. So let me just go back a bit. Mahomes has had, in my opinion, one truly bad on him, that loss is on you playoff moment. The second half against Cincinnati in the AFC title game two years ago. Uh, I know you and I argued about the Super Bowl against Tampa. I don't put that on. I don't think he, even though the numbers are terrible, I don't think, he played terribly. The second half against Cincinnati, he did. Since that moment, he has not thrown an interception in the playoffs, and after being sacked on average about three times per game, he's been sacked five total times in six playoff games. The Chiefs haven't lost. I give that context for these reasons. The Chiefs' defense was so dominant against Baltimore that as long as they had a 10-point lead in the second half, I do not think Mahomes' number one goal, number one goal, was to score more points. I think the number one goal, do not turn the ball over and we won't lose. And so I do think there were plays to be made that were maybe 60-40 plays, 70-30 plays, that he did not, he was like, you know what, not putting the ball in jeopardy, that if they had to go move the ball, he could have. And I think that's evidenced by the fact the one drive they had in the second half where it was a one-score game, he hit the pass to MVS deep downfield. And so also, here's the other thing. Baltimore's defense is great. It's, to me, far better than San Francisco's. And so if there was any defense that is kind of built to slow down the Chiefs, that was the most surprising part of the game, was Baltimore has the perfect roster to slow down Kelsey. And Kelsey then instead had maybe the finest game of his career, all things considered. And so Baltimore did some really good things, but I don't think Kansas City was very conservative with the two-score lead. This might be an obvious answer. I asked it to Jason Garrett yesterday. If you're the Niners, are you more concerned about the Chiefs' defense or Patrick Mahomes? Well, I don't think it's an obvious answer because the Chiefs have the best defense in the NFL. And this is why all year long, when I was called a homer, when and I'll just get to it now, I mean, when you, you know, excoriated me, damn near yelled at me, at it was so awkward at dinner, your son left. Me, Dan, and son were at dinner together, and Dan's son couldn't take it anymore. Dan pointing his finger at me and being like, just admit you won't say the truth about Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowls. Just admit that you're a Chiefs homer. <laughs> did all these things. We're in a fancy joint. I, in a nice I, I place. don't know if it happened that way, but I know did, it's good content here. So continue. Did your son, did or did not your son leave? Uh, he didn't leave because of our conversation. Well, I mean, that's not what I've heard since then, but that's well, fine. No, he's uh, married with a child, so he probably well, was leaving. Well, so are home. you, so am I, and yet we finished. A newborn, a newborn, a newborn. He couldn't handle the fact that you were yelling at me <laughs> in this members-only establishment you took me to. Um, but Where so you forgot reason, your coat. It's still there. Is it really? I, it's still there. <laughs> I don't know that I'm allowed to go there without you. You can. You and can so go. I, 
You can no, go in and get. In. You can go in and get your coat. Yeah, I left my coat. Um, I was so rattled by Dan Patrick just dressing <laughs> me down in front of people. Um, but the point I the reason that I was so confident throughout the year about the Chiefs was I was like, well, yeah, they they drop the ball a lot and they commit a lot of dumb penalties. That is true. It's undeniable. But they don't just have the best defense of the Mahomes era because that's kind of a low bar. Yeah, they were in the argument. For the best defense in the whole league, number two in yards, number two in points, and they did it without forcing turnovers. They were 28th in turnovers forced, so they didn't even have the turnover luck. And so I I think they have a great defense, and that is going to be a big problem for Brock Purdy. But the person you fear the most is Patrick, because even if the game is going exactly the way you hoped, there is the fear that unless they simply can't block for him, he will make magic happen as he has in every playoff game of his career. We're talking to Nick Wright, host of First Things First on Fox Sports 1 and host of What's Right with Nick Wright on iTunes and YouTube. How do they lose this Super Bowl? McCaffrey just gouges them. And And the Niners are able to... Uh, take advantage of the Chiefs' tackles. The, the, the McCaffrey, listen, the Chiefs have the best pair of corners in football. Spagnolo is maybe the best defensive coordinator in football, certainly on the short list. He's definitely the number one coordinator draft pick because, unfortunately for him, his head coaching tenure went so bad. No matter how well he does, he'll never get another head coaching job. So you don't have to worry about him leaving like Mike McDonald in Baltimore. But the, you know, Nicky Bosa is Nicky Bosa. Chase Young decides this will be the game a month. He gives full effort for four quarters, and they beat up the tackles. And listen, the Niners are already pre-complaining. They're already, oh, they hold a lot. Jed York, what do you remember about the Super Bowl? Oh, an uncalled holding penalty. All this pre-complaining, I've heard it all year long. (laughs) Nobody wants to know the facts. Nobody wants to know that in these NFL playoffs, two touchdowns have been taken off the board due to penalty. They're both Chiefs touchdowns on nonsense fake holding penalties. Nobody wants to hear the facts that the Chiefs this year had the second fewest penalties called on their opponents. Everybody is mad about a Super Bowl holding call because Love Fox, we showed a bad angle on the first on the first go round, and then after the game, the guy who did the hold was like, "Yeah, I held," and people are still like, "Ah, the, the fix is in." It's all nonsense. So I get that they're trying to prime the officials prematurely. I understand these are the things you do when you're trying to you know stop a dynasty, which is what this is, of course, a dynasty. I love your ob- objectivity. Uh, well, it's just the facts. Patrick Mahomes' dad says that uh, his coaching or uh, his quarterback uh whatever mount rushmore he's got uh, brady and then joe montana and then his son well that's wrong you got mahomes over montana well, yeah and I, I my 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 mount so to me one through four okay is brady mahomes manning montana that's my one through four uh and then the, after that Marino, Elway, Elway, Marino, you know, is to me closer than the Super Bowl, you know, Super Bowls would argue. And then, and I, I really, to be fair, I, as the audience knows, I'm not nearly as old as you. So I didn't watch, you know, I wasn't covering Johnny Unitas. Um, but, uh, so I, I really, and I don't have any recollection of Bradshaw. So if we kind of just go post Staubach Bradshaw, Rogers Favre, and then the guy who I think, it's really the short shrift is Steve Young. 
who I think Steve Young is one of the greatest players I've ever seen, didn't do it for quite long enough. But yeah, I think I think Patrick Mahomes is already the second greatest quarterback ever. I don't really think it's that controversial of a statement. Are you prepared for what the reaction would be if Brock Purdy leads the Niners to the Super Bowl? Well, hold on. And win. Am I am I prepared for the react what the reaction will be if the Niners win? Sure. Yeah. Am I prepared for what the reaction will be for Brock Purdy leading them to a win? Yes. I'm not prepared for the reaction <laughs> I would have if you spout, sprouted wings and flew far far away. No, I mean I don't I don't spend a lot of time emotionally preparing myself for things that aren't going to happen. But they could listen, the Niners could win, obviously. Uh, you know, listen, the Chiefs are the underdogs for the fifth time in their last six playoff games. There are nobody believes in this team. Uh, they, you know, they shouldn't even be there. I, I watch smart people on television going into the playoffs doing a scariest AFC teams. And the, obviously the Ravens were one because of their great postseason history. And obviously the Bills were two because of their great postseason history. And people can say it's a straw man now, but I, you all know you saw it. You know who came in third on a lot of those lists? Not the Chiefs, not even the Dolphins, the Cleveland Browns. Remember that bill of goods? Oh, nobody wants to play Joe Flacco. Play off Flacco and that defense. We were told that team was scarier than Patrick Mahomes with the best defense in football. That's the nonsense that was founded all year. And then I just sat there and was right, and people called me a homer because I happened to go to the parade, and you know what I mean? I mean, kind of be a you know unofficial member of the team, but that's just a good fortune. Can you believe that in 2015 the commissioner was like, you know, we're not into the gambling business. You know, it's about the integrity. And here we have the Super Bowl in Vegas. We have, you know, all these sports franchises there. You're going to have an NBA expansion team in Vegas. LeBron, LeBron just announced a partnership with DraftKings. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's a brave new world, man. And this is what I'll say. I am someone who has gambled my entire life since I was 10 years old playing pool with my dad. It is my my mom's parents one side of the family were professional gamblers my dad for a period of time was a gam- professional gambler for you guys life straighten around it's in my blood i love gambling i don't think it is this you know panacea to our country's you know financial ills you know as far as funding local governments and i don't think it's something that is necessarily the greatest thing ever that it is this easy and accessible but it is what it is you know what i mean like it this is where where the money is and the leagues have dove in but yeah i i'm old enough to remember was it tony romo who wasn't allowed to like speak at a fantasy football conference in vegas yeah a lot's changed in the last decade the uh, load management, the 65 games in the NBA. Uh, curious your thoughts on this, that Tyrese Halliburton and Joel Embiid are probably going to pay the price of not being able to qualify, but your yeah. thoughts on the 65 or more for postseason awards. Hart was in the right place. The unintended consequences might have bit him here. And I'm actually fine with there being a hard threshold for league MVP, especially because if you look at historically league MVPs up until a few years ago, basically all of them played at least 70. You know, and so the the problem where it comes to me is we tied Halliburton, this is going to cost him $40 million. 
We tied contracts to All-NBA, and Halliburton's not load managing. He's just been hurt, and even with he's played so well, even if he with the injury, he played 62 games, he was going to be you know at least third team All-NBA, and that makes his 200 million dollar contract 240 million. So I I I understand why they did it. I think maybe they took a sledgehammer where you needed a scalpel, but I don't, this is one of those things I try not to criticize too much, pardon me, because I don't have the answer. Like, I don't know, it's not like, oh, here's what they should have done, but it, it, it seemed like they needed to do something. The thing they did, I was like, oh, that could work, and now we're instantly seeing why maybe it doesn't work. You wanted something from Paulie? Yeah, yeah Paulie, this seems like something Paulie... I mean, let's be honest. He's the the man's man of the show. Mm. We know this. Mm. Um, so I don't know if you guys have heard it during this interview, but somewhere in my house there is a smoke detector that must be malfunctioning. And I spent the better part of two hours yesterday going to every smoke detector in the house, replacing every battery, doing everything. I can't locate where it is. It is still going off. And at this point, I think I have to move. I don't know what I'm going to do, and I feel like Paulie maybe is like, oh, here's what you do, here, and so I need help, because or else I'm going to go crazy. Uh, I'm not an expert, but I would say close all the doors and go room to room and try to hear it that way so you drown out the bleed-over room. You probably have either a CO2 detector or a uh, some type of uh, smoke detector that's hardwired and doesn't have a battery. It may be hardwired to an electric uh, in, in your hard-wired. ceiling. Hardwired? Yeah. And then what do I do? How do I fix that? Well, I'd move if I were you. Yeah, I'd move too. Yeah. Uh, Seton, you have uh, something to add? I actually know exactly what it is. Okay. <laughs> do you want to tell him? <laughs> I'm not telling you, though, because I'm not a man's man. So I'll let, I'll let Paul wow. figure that out, though. You guys, you and Paul work that out, but good luck to you. Listen, I'm just judging based on social media. Paul's out there being wearing flannel stuff and being like, where's the best bratwurst today? <laughs> so I just assume this is the type of thing he would know about. High cholesterol like, doesn't mean know. I could fix a, fix a roof. Okay. No, just well, hire an electrician. My... It'll be a lot cheaper. That's... Hire an electrician <laughs> yeah, for a ahead. smoke? They're yeah. going to laugh at me. You know what? A man's man would be able to figure it out, Nick. Wow. Okay. Yeah. wow. Yeah, that's uh, Listen, I'm aware of what I'm not. My wife just heard, your friend Dan, just heard this conversation she only heard my end of it of course and she just said not really that quietly just because you're so stupid <laughs> like this is <laughs> this is not this is not good and it's driving me crazy so okay no help i, I think you may have uh, it, you might be co2 you it's uh, hardwired i think paulie is correct i had this in my house and, of course, I figured it out, and then uh, I was able to stop yeah, it. Yeah, or it could be hit. like a CO2 that's plugged in low against like near a baseboard, and you're looking up towards the ceiling. All right, just for the record before I go, yeah. not to be that guy, but I, I wasn't going to do it to Pauly, but then Dan said it, so I have to. There are no CO2 detectors. That's carbon dioxide. It'd be CO, carbon okay. monoxide. Yeah, the mon monoxide. is for singular. Okay. Yeah. yeah, okay. Come on, guys. Okay. Let's try to be accurate on these things. That's your house. Yeah. <laughs> it is my. Well, not for long. Get out of here. This is a disaster. Uh, Dan, will you pick up my jacket for me? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Yeah, at some point over the next year, I will get your, your jacket. Is there that a was a great place you took me to. Yeah, I don't know if we can talk about it. Yeah, we can. It was great. Yeah, it was the Italian gun club. So so what, they, what we did in the basement's legal? Yes. Dan it's took me to a dinner. First of all, he shows up late. So I get in, they're like, hey, do you have a membership? I'm like, yeah, Dan Patrick does. So they let me in. 
But Dan gives me no information. So I go to the bar and I order a drink. And I make a total fool of myself because the guy gives me a drink, so I try to give him cash. And he looks at me like I got three heads. Like, we don't take money here. What are you talking about? It's traded on names and favors and things. I'm like, okay, well, I'm already out of place. <laughs> then we've. I asked Dan, I'm like, how does the ordering work? And he's like, we usually do one from each course. I'm like, okay, great. So I looked at the menu. There were four courses. I ordered one of each. The waiter then looks at me like I'm crazy. He's like, you want all of that? And I look at Dan. He's like, oh, I didn't really mean it. It's been three of the four. So I'm now 0 for 2. Then the the manager comes over, and he's like, do you want to go to the basement? And I'm like, I'm not getting tricked again. And I kind of looked at it, and Dan's like, yeah, let's go. And But your son was excited about it. I'm like, all right, this might be a gag, but I don't know. Takes me downstairs. There's a shooting gallery. <laughs> We're down there firing. I've never fired a gun in my life. They're down there doing target practice and then go upstairs and eat. Yeah. Never seen anything like it in my life, man. Yeah. Left my jacket. Yeah. And then you yelled at me about the 2020 Super Bowl. Why can't you admit my homes is bad? Here we go. Nick Wright, host of uh, First Things First and host of What's Right with Nick Wright on iTunes and YouTube. Maybe I'll see you in Vegas. No, I'm not going. Oh. Okay. Not going. All right. Sorry to hear that. That's why I'm on today. I know we're long. We could talk about it another time. Okay. But yeah. I'll, right. I'll talk to you after the Super Bowl. Okay. All right. After the Chiefs win. That'll be great. I'll call you from the parade. Okay. Awesome. I love that. Yeah. Tell your All wife right. I said you hello. Later. I will. Okay. And we'll see you at the at the wedding. Bye. I'll wait for my invitation. It's it's in the mail. Okay. Goodbye. All right. All right. We gotta go. Uh we're back after this. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I didn't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, or you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. 
It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Coming up top of the hour, it's Rhyme Time. Back by semi-popular demand. Fritzy killed this last Friday. Salvaged a meat Friday as a result. And uh, we'll play Rhyme Time again with Todd. Update the poll results if you can, Seton. Yeah, we got a few of them working right now, Dan. Okay. Uh, let's see. The T.O. Dub, he gave us uh, the main goal in Las Vegas should be dot, 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 mm-hmm. to make it big at the casino, mm-hmm. make it to a show, or make it rain. Right now, make it big at the casino, winning it with uh, 50% of the vote. Okay. How about that? I don't think Todd's going to do any of those. You don't? No. no. None of the above for, for Todd? Yes, none of the above. Okay. You'll be probably in, right. You're probably right about that. Probably going to be in your room. Probably. And make it rain like low Maine. Does that count? I don't know if it does. <laughs> All right. And we got one more, actually. Okay. Uh, also inspired by Todd. Uh, what is the perfect layover? Is it 30 minutes to an hour, one to two hours, or uh, two plus hours? Somebody on Twitter actually sent this out, and I don't remember exactly who. Um, right now, the it's tied basically between one to two hours and 30 minutes to an hour. Yeah, the 30 is tricky because then you're nervous. You're trying to get off the plane. There's always somebody who can't get out of their seatbelt or they're trying to pull their luggage down, and then you just, you know, it starts to tick, 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 and then you're running. you got to have at least an hour. That, that, that allows you to do a pit stop, a couple of pit stops, and then uh, mm. you'll be able to board the plane, get there, and <sighs> exhale. Yes, Todd? It's always fun when you ask, can you just let me thrive? We all have planes <laughs> to catch. We all have tight connections. We all do. I love that. I told the backroom guys who are flying out tomorrow, I said, no drinks before noon. What? Well, I, I had... Are you just saying that because, like, legally you have to check the box or something? Because that's... Well, I walked back, and I'm hearing Dylan and a couple of guys back there talking about having a mimosa, you know, early or having a drink, and I said, no. And, and their flight's at 11. And For some I, people back there, it's more unhealthy to just not drink before noon. <laughs> I said, uh, you know, after after 12, if you want to. So that that's, you know, not a real tough rule to abide by here. But I just thought that that made a lot of sense. Rolling out, going into Vegas. We let hit the ground walking, not running. That'll be the key. Got to be a father figure here. Since I'm HR as well, so. <laughs> You're HR? I am. What's going to happen if any of us have to go back to, like, regular jobs? Oh, I don't know. Like, you know, we have to treat each other with respect. <laughs> what? Minimum kindness. Yeah, I, I think it'll be an adjustment uh, for everybody. If you have to go back to another job. Or in, in the business, going back. Yeah, Seton. Yeah, it's going to be a tough sell. Yeah. Todd, what about you? Uh, you can't wear a sweatshirt to this yes. uh, meeting. You know, yeah. so I'm not going to have that. Yeah. Got to wear underwear. Why are you wearing a football jersey? Well, the president of the company is going to be speaking in a little while. Uh, the Niners are still two-point favorites here against the Chiefs, over under 47 and a half. 
and uh, the novelty Super Bowl prop, the jersey number of the first touchdown score, the over-under is 22-and-a-half. Krista McCaffrey's 23, in case you were wondering. Final hour on the way. More phone calls as well. Matt Hasselbeck will stop by, and we will play the game that is sweeping the nation. Rhyme time with Fritzy. <laughs> <laughs> At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The superbly versatile all-electric EQB from Mercedes-Benz. It's impressively techy and surprisingly roomy with available seating for up to seven. The vehicle is all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQB. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 